Welcome to Fictionary. I'm your host, Deetra, and I'm so glad that you're here and that you are you. Today, I am drinking my go-to café con leche, and I'm jamming away. This is our second episode of season three, and I am so excited about some of the things that are coming down the pipeline. One thing that I feel pretty comfortable announcing is a partnership with crazy, talented artist Kimberly Garcia. She's helping to create a new logo for Fictionary, as well as some artwork for our upcoming swag store. So I know I've been talking about this for a while, but it's finally on the verge of reality. So the goal is that we will have the swag store up and selling items by the beginning of November. It'll be just in time to, you know, for you to get everyone gifts for the holiday season because... Who doesn't love Fictionary? And who doesn't love sweatshirts and t-shirts and, you know, pens and maybe socks? I don't know. But guys, you're going to want to buy some stuff. I'm telling you. The artwork is amazing. She's very talented. Last week, I announced the start of the Fictionary Book Club. And I said that I would be doing the selection of our book today. But I want to read with you. So I have extended the deadline to submit your book request to this Saturday, September 17th at 12 noon, high noon, partners, Eastern Standard Time. Okay, so any requests that I receive before then will be included in the randomized selection of our first book. So you can contact me through any of the social media platforms to submit your request. Just look for Fictionary Fictionary underscore podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. So while I'm mentioning social media, don't forget to download the Versus Game app. That's V-E-R-S-U-S-G-A-M-E. And make sure to follow Fictionary underscore podcast. If you are a know-it-all and you want to put your money where your mouth is, Versus Game is the perfect app for you. Each week, I share a challenge for you. Um, I stick mainly to Netflix, so if you think you know which shows or movies are going to do the best, you're going to want to play my games. So again, go ahead and download it. It's Versus Game app, and then follow Fictionary underscore podcast. Now we're moving on to other things. This week was pretty, I guess I'll say eventful. My immune system tried to kill me while I was eating an everything bagel for breakfast and you know I love everything but the bagel seasoning I have like three jars in my cabinets right now that are gonna have to be trashed but I love it okay my sister says I'm like a Trader Joe's hoe because I insist on shopping at Trader Joe's and I insist on purchasing everything but the bagel seasoning and I put it on everything but I guess my body has decided that no more of that because I was eating my bagel and three bites in my body forcibly rejected it it was one of the scariest and most instantaneous reactions that I've had and I'm still not you know I'm pretty sure it was the sesame seeds the sesame in the um, everything but the bagel seasoning, but I'm not positive, so, but I'm pretty sure that's what it is. But needless to say, I wound up bursting blood vessels in both of my eyes, and then my face turned all splotchy and puffy, and I looked 
like I was auditioning for Interview with the Vampire. And I mean, I still kind of do, to be honest. My eyes are starting to fade, so it looks more like I have jaundice, but they're still that blood red. So sadly, I've discovered that despite my lifelong affection for all things vamp related, I do not look cute with blood red eyes and my nephews who I saw this weekend after this happened have been side-eyeing me so like every time I see them they're like acting like they don't know who I am and like side-eyeing me (laughs) like giving me looks like I'm like a vampire and then I decided to brave the outside world you know because my sister if you haven't checked her out you can check her out online the craft eclectic um also She's author Shantae Oliver. You guys have met her in previous seasons. I went to work with her at her first craft fair, which I had promised to do before my near-death experience. So I went because I'm a woman of my word. So I went out into the outside world. And of course, of course, there was this annoying woman who decided that I I couldn't possibly be aware of the fact that my eyes were devil red and she felt the need to bring it to my attention. And I mean, it wasn't like in a nice way either. Cause you know, there's like, oh, sweetie, you got a little something on your face. But it was more like, what are you doing outside? Like, do you know what you look like? And I don't know. Between my nephews, the lady, and some other reactions um, that I received from people, I came to this realization. And I guess that. <laughs> For me, sometimes it's only when I am ex- have experienced something myself that I can really understand it or see like the true, like not fully, but like I can have more of an appreciation of what other people might experience. And it's not saying that I have to experience everything to, to be able to have empathy, but sometimes you, you know that something is an issue, but until you experience yourself, experience it yourself, you don't realize how much of an issue it is. Right. So going around with my eyes like this bright red and it looks like I'm I'm sick or you know like I'm I'm struggling there's something wrong right I realized how difficult it is for people that have an an illness or an issue or something that's easily seen by others so people can see it right whenever they meet you and then it's people just have these weird reactions whenever they see your affliction right either they act like it doesn't exist Right. So they just like won't make direct eye contact or ever look at it. They don't acknowledge the existence of the of the issue or then they try to sneak glances. So it's like the side eye, like my nephews or they outright stare or they feel the need to just talk about it incessantly. I don't know. It's just like it's very strange. The lady who decided it needed to be brought to my attention. Right. I mean, I didn't say to her, miss, are you aware that your outfit doesn't match or, you know, like I didn't call out anything obvious on her. I could have, but I didn't. But I mean, I guess it could be that I was feeling hypersensitive about my eyes and like a little bit insecure because it is so boom in your face. But I definitely noticed the difference in how people interacted and responded to me. And it was just very strange to me. So it gave me a greater appreciation for people that, you know, have have things that are, you know, just apparent when you when you meet them or you see them and how we respond to them. So all that being said, I just want to apologize if I have ever made anyone feel otherized or different or strange because of my reaction to something. You know, it's never my intention 
and I will continue to try and do better. And I don't know, it's just like, I know it's like a simple example, like with my eyes, right? But I just thought like, what if my eyes never cleared up? Like what if this, these, these blood clots in my eyes don't ever go away? And this is just how I look. Like, will people, what, you know, obviously it would be something I'd have to deal with, but how will people respond to me? How will people treat me differently? And I don't ever want anyone to feel like they're being treated differently because they have something different about them because like at the end of the day I was still me right you're still you you just have a situation or something that you're dealing with so it's just like I don't know if you guys have any suggestions for how best to address those kinds of situations let me know because I you know I don't want to ignore I would like to acknowledge but I want to do it in a way that wouldn't be offensive to somebody so anyway those that was my experience this weekend. So let's get on to dating. All right. So you guys, it's a jungle out there. And I still really, 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 one more really. I hate the dating apps. I just hate them, guys. I'm constantly afraid that I'm being catfished or that the person is going to try and swindle me. And then I feel like oh, this person, they're normal. They seem nice. We see, but then there's no connection. Like it never goes beyond a certain point. So it's like the conversations start to fizzle or it's like all one-sided. And I feel like I'm the only one like trying to make a conversation or I get bored with them because, you know, it's just like the same conversations over and over again. We've talked about this. It never gets past that talking stage or the person is just trying to hook up, which honestly is super annoying because I clearly state in my profiles that I am not looking for that like I'm looking for something more and yet these dum-dums still try and match with me and then try to get that to happen and I'm like is everybody just as honest on these apps so so far just duds on the apps but you know hi-ho we'll keep on trying beyond the dating apps I have made some interesting connections so we'll see how they go of course uh (laughs) There's always the ghosts that decide to pop up and try to reconnect or, you know, actually I'm not even sure if they're trying to reconnect. I don't know what their purpose is other than just to just get on my nerves, right? Like, what are you doing? What do you want from me? Can you make yourself clear? No? Okay. Leave me alone then. I don't know. It's worse than the damn apps. Anyway, we won't venture too far down that rabbit hole today because my eyes are already red. I don't need to, um... (laughs) start crying out of frustration now i'm not gonna cry guys it is what it is (laughs) but while i still have some motivation let's go ahead and get into our stories for today i'm gonna be sharing three original 100 word stories that are written by me i'll give you the prompts that were used in writing the story so i'll give you the genre i'll give you the word and I'll give you the action that had to be used writing the story. And guys, I'm just giving you all of the stories that I've written in the 100 word challenges. So I wasn't a big fan of this group of stories, but you might like, (laughs) actually, I kind of liked the, like one of them, but I don't know. You guys make your own determination. I was, it was a hard, hard writing phase, apparently when I was writing these stories, but it is what it is because we're going in order and we're going to do all of So anyway, let's all sit back, relax, and enjoy, hopefully. 
Our first story for today is titled Falling in Love. The genre is romantic comedy, the word is garage, and the action is hiking a mountain. How much further? I ask, wheezing and trying to sound chipper. Only three miles, he says. Glancing at his Beckham-esque posterior, I give what I hope is a smile and trip over my own feet. He turns and tries to help. There's no stopping this wreck. I lay there sweaty and defeated. He helps me up. And after dusting me off, he gives me a sweet kiss. I almost fall again, but he's holding me tight. The garage is a half mile from here. Let's head back and go for ice cream, he says, winking. I might marry him. The end. All right, guys, so if you take me on a date and you take me hiking, just be prepared. I mean, I'm gonna try my best, but you know, I need to go at my own pace. (laughs) Don't try to rush me. So if you're like a super hiker, just be prepared to go at a non-super hiker's pace and also be prepared for the fact that I am clumsy. So the likelihood of this event happening could be quite true, but I'm, I, you know, I'm going to give it my best because I'm going to try to pursue that Becca mask posterior up the mountain, I suppose. I don't know, guys. Lord help me. Jeez Louise. But, you know... I will say what's interesting in writing these stories because they're 100 words or less, right? So it's really challenging when you have an idea for what you want to write and then you have to keep condensing it and condensing it and condensing it until you get to the 100 words. It helps you be a lot more concise with your with your words, but it definitely sometimes I feel like abbreviates the story too much for me. Like there's more that I wanted to say to make it funnier and just how to pick and choose which points I wanted to make to get the story across. I think maybe um, for my next challenge, I'll do like a little bit longer stories just because I feel like I've gotten pretty good at the 100 word stories and I want to try something a little bit more um, with more words. I have more words to speak, guys. I have more to say. So anyway, on that note, we'll go ahead and get into our next story. Our second story for today is titled Ollie's Glen. The genre is fairy tale, the word is vote, and the action is moving. All in favor say aye, Elder Grimm commanded. Eyes washed across the barren field as almost every fairy responded. All against say nay. One lone nay echoed. All eyes turned to the one who dared. It's not right. Ollie's Glen is our home. We should fight the humans, not leave. Her passionate response roused murmurs of agreement. It matters not. The eyes have it. We're leaving tonight. We cannot lose our magic to the humans. Having said his piece, Elder Grimm flew away. At his departure, the crowd followed. I won't leave my home, she said stubbornly, not moving. The end. Or is it the beginning? The battle for Ollie's Glen. Dun, dun, dun. Yet again, I feel as if I fell victim to only having 100 words because I felt a story 
but I couldn't tell the whole story that I wanted to tell based on the prompts. So I definitely feel like for the next challenge, we're going to do maybe like 250 words, 250 words. We'll see. Anyway, we're going to go ahead and get into our final story for today. Our final story for today is titled The Three Stooges. The genre is comedy, the word is trim, and the action is robbing a bank. Where the hell is Andy? Snarls a man wearing a bush mask. I don't know, boss. He was supposed to be parked right here, pants the other man wearing Nixon's face. What are we going to do? He looks... Damn it, my accents were actually on point. That was what I wanted. Our final story for today is titled The Three Stooges. The genre is comedy, the word is trim, and the action is robbing a bank. Where the hell is Andy? Snarls a man wearing a bush mask. I don't know, boss. He was supposed to be parked right here, pants the other man wearing Nixon's face. What are we going to do? He asks, looking in the direction of the flashing sirens and holding high two large bags full of stolen money. Put those down, idiot, Bush barks, and Nixon drops the bags. Damn it! Pick the bags up! Nixon picks up the bags and holds them in the air again. What's wrong with you? Hold the bags like a normal person! Nixon holds the bags at his side and looks around anxiously. Run! Yells Nixon as a car approaches, music blasting. Hey, you fellas! I ran to get a quick trim. You ready to go? Andy says from the car, wearing a Trump mask. The end. All right, guys. (laughs) So... This is one that I really, (laughs) I really struggled. (laughs) I can't stop laughing. I really struggled writing, so I thought I would try to bring it to life with my wonderful accents. So I hope that you really enjoyed my accents in this one. In the one before, I tried to throw some accents. I was really just throwing the accents out today, trying to save what I did not love in my writing. But anyway, that was our final story for today. I hope that you guys enjoyed. We will be back next week with three new stories for you. And we will also be announcing what book we will be reading for the Fictionary Book Club. And, you know, I might have some tales to tell. Tales to tell. Oh, speaking of tales, very quickly before we close. So Disney finally released the uh, trailer for The Little Mermaid and I am obsessed. I've been obsessed since they announced that Hallie was, Hallie Bailey was going to be playing The Little Mermaid. So to finally see the trailer and like hear her singing, it was so amazing. And for all of you people that have a problem with it, get over yourselves. It's a fictional character. She can be black. Okay. And her hair is red. I don't know. It's just like people are just finding things to nitpick at instead of like just appreciating it for what it is. It's it's a fictional story. Ariel is not real. She can be played by anybody. So calm down. All right. So that's all I had to say about that because I'm so excited for this movie. Also, The Woman King. Yes, guys. I'm going to go see that movie. 
the week that it airs, which is this week, the 16th, baby. I'll be going to go see that. I'm very excited. So maybe I'll talk about it. Who knows? I might be like in deep training after I see that because, you know, they're all like super fit and kicking ass and stuff. So maybe that will be my next uh, goal in life to be the next woman king. (laughs) But all right, guys, that's all that I have for you. We'll be back next week. And until next time, keep on reading.